When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Welcome to... This is like Ravel Fridays, isn't it? I'm, not, I'm so rarely on on the Fridays, I forget what bloody show it is. Um, Rangers Ravel Fridays, looking ahead to the Cup Final, the Via Play Cup Final on Sunday, of course, the old firm against that mob, for, for want of a better word, of the famous Fashion Scala. Um, got three great guests with me as well tonight, Brian, Stewart and Scotty. Brian, how are we doing? Yep, looking forward to this. Um Get a few things off the chest. Speak about the cup final, fashion, you name it. <laughs> yeah, we have a few. Uh, Scotty might be in and out at the moment. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with. Um, he's freezing up a little bit, which I think we had the same issues during the the quiz. Uh, Stuart, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, I'm all good, mate. Yourself? Yeah. Do you know what? I didn't really think through the white hoodie, to be honest. Um, I've now noticed my walls aren't as white as I thought they were. Uh, so we're gonna <laughs> we're just doing that as it as it it's too cold to take it off. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just stick with it. Um, hello to everyone in the chat. As always, it's good to see everyone. Some familiar faces in there as always. Um, it's nice not to be on one of the well. It's obviously always nice to be on the members pod, but it's nice to see everyone else um, as well in the chat. We've also got the old firms women women's game is currently going on in in the league. It's currently unfortunately Celtic one Rangers nil. Um, I mean, I'll touch on that really quickly, Brian. It's it's such a big game tonight. Uh, I think you know the, the the league is not looking well. The prospects aren't looking great at the moment for the for the league it's, for the women. But um, this it's quite simple, this, Stuart. We don't score two goals and not concede. Yeah, them. I was going to say they have they have to win this tonight, don't they? Yeah, this is this is yeah. As we said in the women's pod before the international break, this is pretty much share bust. If we don't win this game, then you can, well, you can forget the Glasgow City game because that'll that'll mean nothing by that point. So they've got half an hour just gone. They're still one 0 down. 
it's it's a big what is it? It's a big hour of football to come. Um, they've really got to yeah, they've got to pull some of it the bag very soon because if this result stays, then it's quite simple. The the league's not coming back to Ibrox, so it's it is winner bust. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's uh, I think it's me to be honest. Whenever I watch the women play their their lot, it, I just I was, I'm always a bad like, omen for it. Maybe we I can switch it off because I've got it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to. <laughs> um, so, so we're jumping. I mean, everyone in the in the chat, you you know, please as usual, like, subscribe, share, do do whatever. Um, but you just stick your questions in if you've got any questions. If you want to ask anything about the the cart, that's fine. Hopefully, Scotty will reappear at some point during the pod uh, i think he's trying to connect again now so we might just get him to jump in um but Stuart, i mean we just we just start off as as a brief overall thought on on this week and this weekend even we'll, we'll go into the interviews and and what fashion said and and how we're all feeling but how are your nerves slash confidence how is all of that going on for you right now yeah i think now that the working week is done now i think it's starting to ramp up a wee bit um i'm i'm actually i, I don't want to tempt fate too much but i'm actually quite confident for sunday um i think we've got a very good chance of, of lifting the trophy um so yeah i mean i'm, I'm looking forward to it i'm fortunate enough i've got a ticket for the for the game so i'll i'll be there um so looking forward to to go in um, a few beers beforehand, etc. But yeah, I'm actually quite confident, and yeah, the the battle fever's just starting to to, to build up nicely, and I'm sure by Sunday morning it'll, it'll be full on. Yes, definitely, Brian. I mean, is that for me? I was, I was saying at the start of the week, it, it was so rare for me. I, was, I felt super confident. I was just like, I, I just really feel we're going to go and turn them over. Um, but I knew. I knew as the week progressed, those nerves would just, and they're not quite, they're not fully there yet. They're still, I'm still really confident. I know tomorrow I'll, I'll start being a bit of a wreck and then and then Sunday I just, I'll barely be able to watch it. But see, how are you feeling? See, I'm quite different. I I don't sort of start feeling it till the day before. The, the week build up, I've, I had enough, I had enough as a youngster building up to the game, worrying about it the whole week. And I just thought, nah, nah, I'm not worrying about it till the day before. You know, so up until I'm fine tonight, I'm 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 fairly confident. You know, with the the team news, and we'll speak about that. Um, but you know, no, I'm I'm fairly relaxed tonight. If you if you if you fast forward it twenty four hours, then you might get a different answer because <laughs> then it's the it's like it's it's almost like the the Christmas Eve of you know it's like the day before Christmas. You know, um. And everybody's so excited because it's the next day, and that's how I try and treat it now. I don't try and get excited about it because it's still two days away from me, and it's 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 it's, it's a long it's a long way away. So no, I I don't try and think about it till the day before. So by tomorrow, I will certainly be hyped and ready for Sunday. Can't wait to go. Um, and yep, looking forward to it. Yeah, I just saw a question pop up somewhere. Blah. What's Alba going to get that in England? Um, you can get that in England. It should just be on the, the normal TV channels as well. I believe most of them have it now. Um, but you can also go on the iPlayer and get BBC Hour just in the channel list. So, um, yes, yeah, I mean, there shouldn't be any way you can't get that, I, um, I don't think. But that is where the, the women's old firm game is currently on. Um, 
Scotty, I mean, we're just sort of talking that normal, you know, confident, but you know, you expect the nerves to to start hitting. I mean, just from what I can remember in the chat, you you seem supremely confident. Is he? Yeah. Uh, supremely confident is. <laughs> yeah, you can hear me all right. Um, supremely confident is probably not the best phrase I'd use because I think that's that's going into it um, with too much hubris <laughs> at this stage. I think I'm, you know, it's, I, I was talking to uh, one of my pals who will go to the game with on Sunday, and he's like one of these people that likes to get in an hour early and assess, see how the players are warming up, you know, and determine whether you can tell whether they've got the battle fever on. And then <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking, like, on the, on the week ahead, that with the noise coming out, and I'm not talking about the best conference the the all round just basically all round content that is kind of being shown again I think I've just got a feeling I just think I just think we just want to fight we just want we've got the aggression that's been missing for so long and we've undoubtedly got the talented players to be able to go and win. So I'm really, really happy going into it. Yeah, okay, there's going to be nerves probably towards the weekend, but they're probably going to subside with the amount of alcohol that's going to be drunk between now and kickoff. So <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm really excited for the game. You know, and you can be as confident as you want. I mean, without digging up ghosts from the past, but we've seen us play in this cup final, absolutely wipe the floor with them, and they're the ones lifting the trophy. So you don't know what's going to happen over 90 minutes. So you can't be supremely confident. However, you can be really excited for what we're about to, for the game ahead, and, and that's probably where I am. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, obviously misinterpreted your, your confidence in, in, in the chat. Um, what have we got? We've got some... Yeah, I just said this, Kari, I've Bad choice of top, wasn't it? Bad choice of top. Obviously, my white, my walls aren't as white as I thought they were. And, um, yeah, but hopefully it takes away from the fact I don't have any atmosphere in, in my room. It just looks like a, a cupboard. Uh, Paul's asking looks what the like latest is on in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It looks like a prison. Um, so they, they often have wooden doors in the cells. Um, the latest on injuries. As far as I know, I think Lundstrom, train, Lundstrom and Jack were both back in training. As of yesterday, Tillman wasn't back in training. Um, so, I, wow. I mean, that's a good question to come to next. Was there one more I just wanted to? Oh, it was just a little funny one. Um, I always wear hats. They're, they're usually surgically attached to my head. Um, I used to take them off for the pod, but I'll get lazy shaving the, the head bold, and, and then it sort of starts looking a bit, wow. Let's have a look. I look, about, I look about 20 years old. Now, I'll show, I'll show you off air. <laughs> That's going to all be in the chat now, and it show us. It's, it's probably not even that bad, but it's, it's quite bad. Um, so let's go back to Brian then. Uh, Paul, Paul saying, shoe latest on injuries. I mean, it's unfortunate that we, we do seem to be struggling again with injuries in terms of the big games. Is That's that's where it falls down for me. We, we seem, we've got a lot of confidence in the team. We've got momentum, and... Then Tillman, who's been one of the stars under Bill, he's touch and go for the final. I think 
personally will see him play, but I don't believe he'll start. That's my personal opinion. I think the fact that he hasn't trained all week for me means he probably won't start. What about you, Brian? No. Um, from all reports, you know, Tillman is, well, not out, but, you know, he's he certainly won't start. Um, if Lundstrom and Jack are just coming back from, you know, they've just started training, they might play a part, but they certainly won't start. So, I mean, the obvious the obvious sort of candidates for the midfield then are, are sort of Razkin, um, Kamara, and you probably, thinking about it, have to play Catwell as the sort of more advanced sort of midfielder then. Um, and then you're looking at sort of Sakala and um, Kent Wide. So, I mean, as I say, unfortunately, injuries have not been our our friend this season. That's that's putting it bluntly. Um, and it seems in the run-up to this final, it's it's pretty much the same. We're, we're kind of limited to what the selection, you know, who, who can play, who won't, is going to be. So it's going to be, it's almost a case of who's, I'm not saying it who's left standing, but you know it's it's very limited. So on if you're playing it virtually on form, you know Campbell's played well since he came in. Raskin's played well. You know he's been absolutely outstanding since he came in, and you know Kamara as well. He's been very reliable the last few games. So eh, unfortunately, it's it's kind of the the choice is going to be forced upon Michael Beal rather than a selection sort of headache. In the sense that you know, Lundstrom and Jack are back, but they're only just training, so flinging them into a game like this is just nigh on impossible. So it's 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 almost a case of you know we have who we have. Yeah, I mean, Michelle was just saying that after I smashed my uh, ring light about. Uh, Tillman's worry. This could have been the game he shows against them. Absolutely agree. I mean, if we if we do look at this team, because. We'll go on to, I guess, the, the the other stuff, but it's always this is this is the main talking point, right? So, I think we can all agree the back five pick itself with Shagger and you know Barisic, Tav, Davies and Goldson, notwithstanding any injuries that, that would crop up for whatever reason, but we don't expect them to. So, sure, what if we play with this midfield three? And I'll ask you two questions. What do you think we'll start with, and what would you start with? The, just the midfield three. So I, I think I was listening to something Richard kind of ex pros talking, which were basically saying that actually today and tomorrow are the key training sessions for Tillman. The fact that he hasn't right. trained earlier in the week, we should maybe not get too caught up in that. It's actually what was happening today and tomorrow. If he's been on that training pitch today and tomorrow, then, and he's no reaction, and he, and he seems okay, then I think Tillman starts. Um, so, I think Raskin is an absolute certainty. Um, you know, he will he will play. Um, I think then, Tillman, if he's okay, will, will be the, the next one. I, I, I think Beal will go for having that extra attacking player in, in that three, and that would be Tillman. So I think that then leaves your, your one spot. So you've got Akamara, Jack, Lundstrom, Conundrum at the moment in terms of who who he goes for. I would have always thought that Beal would have maybe have went with a Jack in that, particularly for an old old firm yeah. game. 
But again, I suppose it does depend on the severity of their, their injuries. So does he then just actually go with more a, a Kamara? I, I'm I'm tending to think that that's maybe where he'll go. I, I think it could be Raskin, Kamara, Tillman um, that, that start the game um, on Sunday. Um, and, and I'm okay with that because I think there is an element here where Rangers need to take the game to Celtic. Yeah. Um, you know, particularly starting the first half. And apart from the Hibs, uh, the Hearts game, can we really think of a time where we've actually started well in the first half? I'm not sure we can. Um, so I think it's important we start on the front foot. And, and I think that three gives you the option of doing that. So that would be my three. Raskin, Kamara, Tillman. Perfect. Scotty, I mean, these... These games, it was, I mean, any game it, lately, it feels like they, they say that the battle in midfield is, is the key point. Um, I think it rings a bit truer in in terms of the, the old firm game, especially how they play. Do you think, and I might be way off, do you think there's any chance with the fact that they, they look to start fast? You know, they look to get in your face. They look, they try and, you know, they, they always look for that early goal, um, maybe have that sort of burnout phase for a little bit and then come back strong at the end. Do you think there's any chance that Bill starts more, what's the word, not defensive, but a bit more pragmatic in midfield and, and maybe looks at Raskin, Kamara and Jack or Lundstrom? Do you think he, he could go with those three? Or or do you think he, like Stuart said, he will go for it and he'll either play Hadji, Hadji he'll play Tillman or, or maybe Campwell there? Um, I don't think intentionally he'll go defensive. Now, you could have the most attacking players on the pitch or the most defensive players on the pitch. If the mentality isn't to go at it from the start um, and not necessarily go for the, the jugular, but go for it is in terms of aggression, it doesn't matter who you've got on the pitch, you'll get overrun. It's a cut final. It's the, they've, they've got to go, they've got to be positive with um, any, any players that play. It, it just needs aggression. It needs positivity. Um, you'd know Michael Beale is not going to send them out with anything but. Now, that said, the difference between us and them at the moment is the fact that their unit has been together longer. Yep. So that represents its challenges. However, we're all excited about Raskin and what he can bring to the middle of the park. And we don't actually know the impact in these kind of games that he'll have. So that's exciting to see. But what you want is guys like, or whoever plays alongside him, whether that's Kamara, Lundstrom or Jack, to bring that knowledge, experience, to a certain degree, composure. But I don't think we'll see the the three static midfield. It is my, Michael Beale likes likes it to be dynamic and what we've seen as well is in, in recent games Cantwell dropping back and playing in the mid, yeah. midfield as well so there's definitely options there I mean like Stuart said I I want Tillman Tillman in there even if he only trains for like half a session tomorrow <laughs> if if he's if he's able to train for half a se half a session the guy's fit enough to play through from the start um, he's only been been out for a week, so uh, I'm I'm confident in his ability and his natural fitness. And he's a huge 
he's a huge guy to have in in the, in the middle of the park, and he will do a lot of natural uh, defensive work just just through the type of player he is. But we'll you know we'll see. Um, again, just going back from what I said earlier about the aggression, I'm expecting not necessarily not necessarily expecting a fast start for the jugular, but I expect us to be really combative in the middle of the park and not give them a chance to overrun us like we have done before because we've been a bit weak. Um, and interestingly enough, I think Lundstrom has gone way back where he dis- he doesn't tend to tend to appear in games till after 30 minutes so yeah uh yeah it's just gonna it's just gonna be a fa- fascinating watch yeah it will and, and the starts are always key brian i mean uh scotty's touched on him a, a little bit we, we're not really knowing exactly what to expect right now of him but you know the early early signs are, are very good ones i think we're all expecting raskin to start on Sunday, how key do you think he is going to be um, in that midfield? Because usually we would, in previous years, we would probably line up with a, a Jack Kamara Lundstrom as the three. Raskin is someone that seems he can play in that sort of six. He can play deeper, but he's he's already shown that he can go forward as well. He can break the lines. He you know he's already got an assist for us. It's a, a great assist as well. So how key do you think he could be in this game? Um, and do you think there's any chance that a young lad in the midfield is, is sort of third game for Rangers being an old firm? Could that overawe him at all? No. Um, having watched him close up at Livingston, <clears throat> his close control, his, his awareness of what was around him, um, his, his, his general energy, um, I, I, was, I was quite blown by just how he was. I mean, there was two... So there was sometimes maybe one, two guys around him didn't bother him. He popped it over their heads, played in either, you know, the captain or he, you know, he was he was so composed on the ball. And it's, I would, I think there was a few of us saying it that day. He's the closest thing we've seen to Barry Ferguson since Barry Ferguson in the midfield. You know, the composure on him, the, you know, the awareness, the, you know, just general coolness. He, it's as I say, it's the first time since 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 he played, you know, and you know, it's 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 very easy to, you know, we could have labeled labeled that on a few people over the years, but over the first three games, that is the first genuine player where you thought, right, he's not just done it once, he's not done it, he's not just done it twice, he's done it consistently, and he's he and he's got legs in him. He gets up and down the park. He's not just a a sitting midfielder. He's not shy at getting forward and getting involved in the, the attacking play. So he's very exciting and it's it's genuinely nice to see a midfielder in, in the Rangers midfield like that. We haven't had it for a long time. But um and he's not he's he's not scared of you know getting his you know his getting his sleeves up, getting dirty, you know, he he loves a tackle as well. But just his general ability on the ball, his awareness, his cool headedness, that's that was the things that I took away the last three games that I was like, wow, this this guy's a, a really good player. He he certainly is, and, and I think he's one Stuart that's that's definitely gonna make us a lot of money in the future. Brian has, has touched on on just how good he's he's been for us already. 
it's it's going to be a different ask of him on Sunday though. He's he's not going to get you know the space that that maybe you know he, he's got against Livingston for for example. He's not going to get the time on the ball. Um, what I love about Raskin already is is he's not afraid. Like but like Brian was saying about the Barry Ferguson sort of role, he'll go get the ball deep. He turns and he goes forward straight away. I love that. Love that he's he's not just going to be one of these guys that pass back all the time. If he passes back, it's usually to then you know workspace somewhere else. It's 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 methodical. He thinks about why he's passing back, but he's got to be absolutely spot on with everything he does on on Sunday because someone like him who you know I feel like he is willing to take a risk with a pass. He, if he sees you know the clever pass on, for example, he will play it. And I don't think he'll change his game for for them, but it it just he's really got to be. Wow, well, he's going to be a big player because he's going to be right involved in the midfield. So it's. I just wonder. I, I, I don't think it's too early for him to chuck him into an old firm. I just think I'm just wondering your opinion then on how he's gonna. How do you think he's gonna cope with the old firm more than anything? I think I think good players make their own time in these games. And yeah, I know it's going to be a hundred miles per hour and stuff like that. But good players will um, will find space and etc. And and I, I'm a big believer that. Yes, they are going to come out the blocks and they're going to try and press and so on, but have a bit of confidence. And and, and what I like about the fact that is Raskin, with his his touch and his passing ability, I think Rangers now have a far better option of playing through their press. And if you play through their press, then you're then getting on to what is probably the weakest part of their team, which is their back back four. And before we've been either too deep, too timid. What sideways passing, etc., and that's invited them on is and and you know we've, ultimately we've caused our own problems, giving the ball away cheaply and giving it away in poor areas. So yeah, he is going to be fundamental. He, he I think he, he seems when you listen to him speak, he seems as if he's got confidence about him. So I don't think he'll be phased in the slightest about this. He, he's you know I think he'll be he's going to be looking forward to it but he's going to be pivotal in terms of how we play because if he can get the ball and start moving it quickly, whether that's with short, forward, 10, 15-yard pass, passes, or as we've seen at Livingston, he's got that ability to do cross-field passes as well. And if you're moving them about and you beat their press, then I think a huge part of their game suddenly suddenly goes. So he's going to be pivotal to it. Um, he, he will need support. In, in, in terms of doing that, but you know, I think he he, he gives us an, another dynamic now that we've been lacking before. So um, he one hundred percent plays, and I don't believe I'll phase him. Yeah, it's a great point. I can't can't really argue with anything um, you've said there, Scotty. Moving on then up the pitch, I think. Well, I don't think anyone is gonna gonna have any arguments about the le- the left hand side of the three being Ryan Kent. I think that's pretty much set in stone. The other side, that one now seems to be up for debate and it always depends on how we want to play now. We don't really have that natural right-sided player, so it's always going to be, you know, the, the closest thing I think we've got is is Sakala and, and I know how much you love Sakala, Scotty. Um, is it is it going to be Sakala, do you think? Or, or are we going to have Cantwell out there? Are we going to have Tillman up there? And, it, you know, we, we could do so many things in that front three but I'm more interested in what you think maybe, not necessarily what you would do, but what you think Bill is going to do out there. Why don't you want to, why don't you want to know what I think? Because I'm going to say you're not going to have fashion out there for it, and that'll just be the end of the debate. So <laughs> I, that's, where, that's where you're completely wrong. Oh, I mean, 
they are absolutely terrified of him. They are <laughs> petrified. They see his name on the team sheet, they're going to shit themselves. And excuse my language, but it just that feeds through the whole team. And that changes the way that they play. That means that they can't, the defenders can't hold a high line. They can't press. They can't come to him. I mean, we've got that that many forward runners from midfield off the ball as well. They, Sakala and Kent, between the two of them, could drag their defenders all over the place. They've got decisions to make. Do they go with Sakala and Kent? Or do, do they hold their position and let them run about and roam free? Bearing in mind that one time we could have four or five runners coming from midfield. You've got to have Sakala in the team because not only does he do, do, do that but it's right I am obviously one of his critics and he may not be good enough for us for the long term but seeing games like this he gives us that aggression energy and desire that ultimately other players in the squad won't give us and there's no hiding place on Sunday there's absolutely none you know he's not going to hide He'll get the ball and he'll take players on. And with that, and the extra space that we actually get in these games compared to coming up against two two banks of four or two banks of five, for example, the extra space, he has the ability to pick the ball up and take two players out of a game just through sheer pace and determination and his direct running. Whether that's cutting inside or going on the outside and going into the channels, they're terrified. They don't know. Right, we don't know which way he's going to go. Fashion doesn't know which way he's going to go. And there's absolutely zero chance that the Celtic defence know which way he's going to go. He has to play. If you then look at our front three, for example, Ryan Kent, time and time again, he damages them. He might not have the best game. We saw what happened in the New Year's derby. We didn't exactly have the best start to the game, but boy, God, did, did we finish strongly. And he scored that absolutely cracking we know he's got that ability in his locker Morelos we don't we don't even have to really touch on that and then with Sakala that's a front three that they are genuinely terrified of and that will also occupy a lot of their midfield and what they do defensively because we know that their back four cannot be relied upon as much as they think it can yeah and there'll be a, and, and as Scotty said, there'll be a lot of doubling up as well. You know, Kent, if the ball's over there, if if the ball's on our side, they'll be doubling up in Sakala. So, you know, the more we press, and as Scotty says, the more we go at them, the less effectiveness they're going to have going the other way. And, and just also on it, just also on it, to go back to my point about asking, you've got to give him options. You know, if he's yeah. going to try and dictate the play to us, it can't always be that it's people coming towards him and knocking he's got to have somebody making come short and then spinning in behind and you know Sakala is going to give you that whereas actually if that's a can't well you're probably not getting that it's going to be very much I want it into my feet and you know that's I'm not saying that's easy to deal with but they, they at least know what they're up against whereas I think he can come short but He's, then that defender's thinking, well, what's actually happening? Is he going to just go and spin in behind? The centre half's got to keep an eye on that as well. So I think you've just got to have that variation uh, in that three, and that's what Sakala um, gives you. And that's not a slight on Cantwell, by the way, who I think has been really impressive. But I just think we need that that option. 
100%. The batch is back, as always, he's back. He's, he never leaves. 4.99. Unbelievable again, batch. Thank you so much, as always. Uh, yeah, Brian, I mean, it's, it's an interesting one because before uh, I said that I thought we may see Sakala from the bench as opposed to, you know, bringing them on maybe against tired legs, I thought might be the smart option. But the more I've thought about it on this week, and, and, and Scotty's touched on it there, I think it actually gives us a lot of, mate, balance is the right word, just given us that sort of, you know, Kent can, Kent will come inside most of the time, right? So that allows Barisic to go on the outside. That's a different, that's a cross-ball situation. Then we've got Sakala, who will go down the outside, use his pace. We've got Morelos, who we know can drop in, hold the ball up, create space for others. And then, as Stuart said, we've, got, we've now got Raskin, who, who can pick these passes out, who can bring those guys into play. And if Tillman plays, we've got someone who's so clever to pick up these positions, these spare spaces, because when you've got someone going down the outside, you've got someone coming on the inside, you've got the, the striker dropping in, it's creating chaos all around for, for their defence to follow. And someone like Tillman, I think, can could really benefit from, from picking up those clever spaces. Yeah. Um, the, the only downside to all that is a, it really looks like Tillman's not going to make it. So it's who's going to play the number ten now. That's the that's the the crucial role for me now. Don't be so negative or pessimistic, Brian. He might no, still no, not at all. Not at you all. Literally, you literally just condemned him to the I've injury. You literally but, just did. Well, he's not he's not trained. So you can't expect a guy to not train and then being out for an injury and then. Come what back what do you do? You think while he's not been not been training, he's just been sat there eating McDonald's? No. What? <laughs> you can't just expect a guy not to train and then suddenly come into a game of this magnitude. Right, I'll let I'll let you carry on, but that's nonsense. I'll, I'll let... <laughs> Jeez. Uh, oh, two 0 Celtic. By the way, they've just scored after oh, twenty seconds of the second half. Box. Well, stream's not even there yet. Oh, there it is. Brilliant. Cool. Oh, so anyway, on. <laughs> so, the news obviously that Tillman's not going to make it. Um, yeah, it's it's all about who's going to play the ten role. What are you saying, Scotty? You just said he's not going to make it, and he can. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being realistic. Absolutely. Well, right, you're banned from saying things like that. <laughs> anyway, the fact is, the fact is that the I would obviously because Raskin's not played in a game like this before. He. I'm not saying he's going to be pivotal, but he's going to be a, a dynamic that Celtic's not faced before. Um, you know, he's he's something different for them to think about. Um, but I would I would suggest that Sakala and Kent will start purely purely for their pace. Um, I don't I don't want this sitting back and soaking up pressure. Start stuff at the start because let's be honest, they're not going to do that. Um, and if we if we can assert ourselves er, early doors, excuse me, and at least try to be dominant in the ball, try to be on on the front foot with with the possession. Um, I would like to think that our 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 good football that we can play can 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 come through. Um, I don't want I just don't want us sitting back and expecting things to fall on our lap because that just doesn't happen. Um, I just want us to be on the front foot, 
no messing about. And, you know, we've seen what's happened to us in the past where we sit in the back foot. It's, it's just not good. And at the end of the day, we need to be on the front foot from the very first moment and pressurise them from the very start. Because let's be honest, we've seen it with you know other games that they've been involved in. When you put a bit of pressure on them, they're not that good. And and you know we need to get into our, we need we just need to have a bit of gumption and a bit of desire to show that you know we're here we're here to win and we're not just here to make up the numbers. Yep, Batch again. Look at this, unbelievable. Nine ninety nine this time. Um, Batch, so I was enjoying his Friday night. I hope you got a few beers already going, ready for Sunday there, Batch. Um, hopefully, we'll, we'll need him just for the celebrations. Uh, yeah, Stuart. I mean, oh, hang on. Sorry, I've got another one just before I come to you. Uh, Scan your man with a two forty nine euro uh, donation. Kyogo, apart from last game, never troubled us. Uh, yeah, I mean, would, would pretty much agree. I'd say last game, I don't think any of them really troubled us. It, it felt like we gifted them to, I mean, the first we, we put on a plate for them pretty much uh, with with that Morelos pass and then and then the Stu. Yeah, I've seen it. Three nil. Yeah. That's, that's it. it. That's the, the league gone. League gone. Not good. Not good. Um, yeah, so sure, I'd say we... we Last game, and, and it's going to be completely different at Hamden. It's you know, it's not Ibrox, it's not the crowd behind you. It is going to be different, but I think already under Bill, with, with the way that he's got the team playing, and listen, we, we have to respect the team they are. Not we don't have to respect them, but we have to respect what they're going to bring to the game. And, and they, they are going to trouble us, there are going to be chances for them, of course. But more than mixing it with them, I, I, you know, we can absolutely go and, and dominate on our day against this Celtic team. 100%. I think one of the... Geo to me, was a manager who thought far too much about potentially what the opposition can do and not enough about what Rangers can do. And I think Beal said in one of his very first press conferences that it was now about uh, what Rangers do making teams fear Rangers and, and the impact that we can have on games. And if you take that game at Ibrooks, we absolutely caused ourselves, to, or, because our passing was atrocious in that first half, we constantly gave the ball away. And we, we gave the ball away in our own half and in dangerous areas. So Brian's right. It's about us being on the front foot, but being on the front foot and, and in their, their half, you know, making them work, making them think, getting the ball down, passing, getting our good technical players on the ball. So we've got to go in with this game with confidence that we can trouble them because we've shown that we can trouble them in the past. So, you know, yes, you're absolutely spot on. Will they have moments in the game? Of course they are. You know, let's, let's not be naive to think that that's not going to happen. But, you know, let's, let's make sure that actually this is a Rangers team that, from minute one, is in the game, not waiting till half-time until Beal gives them a bit of a bollocking, which we've seen far too often, to then suddenly again, because there's a, you run the risk then that the game is gone by the time you get to that, so we've got to be on the front foot and cause them problems, because I repeat, the, the weakest part of their team absolutely is their defence, so let's we need to pressure them. Yeah, 100%, I can't argue with that, as always. 
uh, Alexander, five pound donation with super chat. Goals galore, three two Rangers. Oh, I can't handle that, Alexander. Honestly, that the I, I still think. I mean, they're, they're all nerve wracking, right? But I, I think back to that penalty shootout when we were in the championship, and I thought we absolutely what the one time that we did outplay them during the banter years, I guess. Um, and that went to penalties, and, and honestly, I, I I nearly died just watching the penalties. Um, Batch again, 999 is uh, unbelievable from, from Batch, as always. Hopefully, the uh, the team are in as much form as Batch is tonight. He's in the chat as well, quite a lot of Batch. don't usually see that, um, but it's good to see uh, people actually, well, you interact with people there, Batch, and it's always good to see the picture. That's, that's what we all come for, really. It's the only reason we turn up. Um, Scotty, Stuart touched on the point there of us, Bill maybe needing that sort of rocket up them at halftime. And, you know, we saw that under Gerard quite a bit. I felt, I feel like the one thing, and it's not Bill's fault because I think it's something that's sort of been ingrained a little bit in this team um, of recent years, is this sloppiness on the ball, especially in the first half, giving balls away. And, and we are seeing this under Bill a little bit, which I think he's trying to get rid of. It's, it's not, it's not an overnight fix. That that's that can't be an issue on Sunday, can it? Because we've already seen if you, if you give the ball away against them, I'd say in high areas, but probably in most areas on the pitch, they're so quick on the counter. That is their big, um, you know, the, the, their big positive of their team is that they're very direct and they're very quick on the counter. So you you can't, like Stuart said, you can't give up free moments for them. No, no, absolutely not. Um, and I think the, the, as much as it pains me to say it, our sloppiness uh, stems from just the lack of quality. We don't have, you know, world beaters in us in our side. But what we do have is is the organisation and the, the desire and aggression. And that's why Rangers teams historically have been so successful. That said, they they're not world beaters either. They make mistakes. They make quite a lot of sloppy passes. And all in all, it comes together to make a very, very interesting uh, interesting spectacle and a, and a great game. It does really depend on decision-making as well. I mean, you can lose the ball in good areas and you never want to lose the ball, but there are good places to lose it in doing uh speculative speculative things that are low risk and it's all about playing the odds but then th these are the differences between good pros top pros and the absolute elite uh their ability to analyze a game and play it and that's kind of where i'd put raskin and and, and tillman in terms of mm -hmm. the very very best in, in quick decision making it's why they're imperative to our starting 11 and why i reckon tillman will play I, I've just, I've just got an absolute feeling. I don't care what what Brian says. No chance. Brian, go away. Oh, he's starting it now. <laughs> it's it's all out. Most idea. You're demoted, even. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what I was saying. Um, yeah, I just. I just, I just think it's going to be a really good game, and I'm really excited for it. And I, I think I do believe that we'll come out on top. I, I under Mick Beal, we're a lot more measured. Where if I, if I was to compare us to them, and I don't really like doing it, I see them as a lot more frantic 
and we're a lot more controlled in what we do. Mm. With the additions of the players that we've got, technically, we've stepped up a couple of notches and we've seen how easy that is to do by just adding a couple of players. So it is a really exciting time. The only thing that we have against us is that period where we've had them all playing together. Mm. But then we've also got... Um, you know, players coming back from injury. Uh, I don't know if Kimar Roos is going to play. I mean, if anyone's a real doubt, it's probably him. But even the, the likes of Hadji, I mean, he's going to have to step up a few notches to get into this team as well. And it's just exciting. Just really is. It definitely is, Brian. Uh, what did I just see that I've completely lost already because the comments are coming in too fast for me? Uh, well, too negative, am I? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It wasn't the one I was going to bring up. Uh, Paul said we would be quick when we snap him. I mean, maybe not snap him, but we certainly got to be uh, a bit, a bit more aggressive than 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 we would usually have to be. I think we, we definitely have to be up for the battle there. Nicholas Moore, this one I want to bring up. I hope our defence is solid on Sunday. We've seen. If this is tough because. The last game against them, we, we threw in that early goal, which was a bit of a mix-up. You know, first Morelos, and then Tab doesn't do well enough. And then the second goal comes from Jack just not smashing that ball out. In terms of the rest of the defence, and, and and when I say rest of defence, I'm mainly just talking about the centre-backs because we know Barisic, how good he is going forward. We we also know he has a tendency to, to switch off in these games. So hopefully he's not going to be doing that. But how important are Ben Davies and Connor Goldson going to be in this match? And considering just, in my opinion, how good they have been since sort of really, you know, forming this partnership together. Yeah, I mean, I've said it many a time, you know, defence goalkeeper need to be as, as consistent as possible for continuity, for, you know, building, you know, confidence, relationships, um, understanding. Um, and I think since... You know, the back five have you know have started recent. You know, in the last goodness knows how many games now. Uh, there, there, there is a there is a definite relationship in the sense that the the centre halves, the full backs, and the goalkeeper are far more are far more settled in the sense that they know the jobs, they know what each other's got to do. And um, I think you know the obvious clean sheets are you know are are there to see. Um, because we were always liable to let a you know let a stupid goal in, but we've we've shown a bit of resilience defensive, defensive wise recently, and that's been pleasing. So, absolutely, um, I've as I say, can't say any more than that. I've always been an advocate of the the goalkeeper and the defense being the same. Um, so yeah, as far as Tillman, all I'm going on is the reports that he hasn't trained so. Not being negative, I'm just being realistic. Don't set him off again. Uh, we've got some more donations. Scan your man again. Joe Hart has mistakes. Him certainly, certainly does. Uh, is I, I, I remember when he used to have more shots at him. Obviously, he doesn't get that many when when he's been there. He, he was always good for sort of four, five, six clangers a season, and he almost had one in the last game against us when Morelos nearly stole that ball off him. Uh, and the Euros because he's working in Ireland, so that's going to be. Fantastic for you if you're watching that out there. I'm sure you'll find plenty of welcoming bars to, to go watch that one in. Uh, and then the batch batch is on like a counter attack of donations at the moment. Every time 
Someone donates, he comes right back at it. 1999 batch, this unbelievable, unreal from you. Um, save some for, for the beer. Save some for your, for your alcohol consumption this weekend, please. But it's really, really appreciated. I've just brought it back up because I'm an idiot. So, yeah. Um, Stuart. Stuart, just to say, just to see on the Goldson and Davis thing, yeah. I think just as important in terms of that, how they play defensively is also how they are on the ball as well. Yeah. And again, because yeah, them along with Raskin are going to get us moving um, in, in this game. And that game at Ibrooks, we continually gave the ball away. We were playing passes into the midfield with guys, you know, there was a Celtic player right up their arse. We were that turning over, which then led to, you know, them getting chances. So, yeah, they're going to obviously need to have good games defensively. But how they are on the ball as well is going to be vitally important for us to allow us to get up the park. Because... What we want is actually that they don't have a lot of defending to do because if we're dominating the ball and we're in the Celtic half, then, you know, they, I'm not saying they'll have an easy game, but, you know, we want to keep them as far, far away from our goal as possible. We certainly do. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to put it put it right back to you. Uh, someone, <sighs> these comments, man, they're coming too fast. I appreciate them. Carol, keep, keep, keep coming. Uh, it's Carol Muncher, actually. There we go. Uh, their defence never tested. We proved we could score against them and just look at Europe. I think that's a really good point about Europe because, uh, you know, they they play the same way in Europe. And I think you see that although they do get results going forward because they put a lot of pressure on teams and they're very clinical, you, you know, you can't deny them that. They're, they're very, very clinical in front of goal. However, they concede a lot of goals in Europe. And, and I think that's because as soon as the quality goes up a notch for, from most of the Scottish teams, it, it's something that they're not used to, that they don't know how to handle. And I think if you look in previous years of Ange Postecoglou's management, he always seems to have that one breakout season where that style of football goes and, and hurts teams. And then they might finish mid-table next season and, and they'll have a few scuddens in there. Obviously, it's a bit different with Celtic because they're always going to be one of two of the best teams in the league. But in Europe, I think it has shown that they can be got at by good quality. And obviously, it's something we, we possess, well, I think quite a lot of. So, for me, that gives me a bit more confidence. But we, we've obviously then got to to bring our A game as well because it's always sitting in and saying how good we can be. But you know, these players have got to step up to the mark. One hundred percent. You know, um, nobody's going to convince me that Carl Starfield is a world class defender. You know, and uh, if you can get Morelos and him isolated, or we get our press working. Well, and by well, I mean actually, it's not just one player pressing. Actually, the second players players in, the third players in, and it causes them problem. We've seen that at Ibrooks. All of a sudden, balls were getting fired into the stand. Whereas, you know, if they've got time to play, you know, they'll they'll pick their passes, etc. So, there's no reason why a, a front four of Tillman, Sakala, Morelos, and Kent shouldn't be rubbing their hands at saying, if you can get the ball to me in good positions where I can get at them, then I've got their confidence that I've got I've got the better of them. We absolutely sh we should be doing that. So, yeah, look, to me, it is the weakest part of their team. So we've got to get enough of the ball, and as I say, get enough of the ball in dangerous areas to, to test them. And yet, as I said, no comment previously, you know, let's test Joe Hart. You know, you know, he's probably got his pipe and slippers on for the majority of the games he's played at the, you know, in the SPFL at the moment. Well, let's make sure he has a busy day on on Sunday and let's see how he copes. 
Yeah, certainly. Certainly can't argue with that. John Batchelor again. 1999 Batch. What is this, eh? Stamping his authority. I know. He's just... Bad him now. This is getting overwhelming. He's <laughs> <laughs> finishing him off now. He's... he's... Uh, he's, t- he's telling you, no one else donate. All right, this is this is it now. I'm I'm, I'm the done. Sent, the boot sent to the neck. <laughs> um, we spent all the game just talking about the team we're going to play. Uh, I can't believe uh, I was I was going to go into like the press conferences and all that, but uh, we, we're into the team now, so let's just stay there. Uh, up front, then Scotty. I think I mean Roof seems to have picked up somehow another little knock that apparently is different to the other ones. I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back for it, but I don't think we're expecting anything other than Morelos starting the game, are we? Yeah, no. I, I, I was trying to decipher uh, the comments on Ruth's injury. I couldn't work out whether Michael Bill was saying he's just not been fully fit and he's carrying a niggle and he's had it for ages and we're playing him regardless, which then doesn't put him in any further jeopardy than the the last game and he'll still be able to feature for this one. Or whether he's saying, no, he's actually picked up another niggling. I think it's actually the former rather than the latter. I'm hoping so. Because then it demonstrates, okay, well, this actually this guy actually wants to play and he's not going to just mentally or physically succumb to the first little twinge that he has in his, in his legs. And we want that desire from players to want to play for Rangers and want to play through injuries because not all injuries are going to be long-term detriment if you play through them. Um, that being said, old firm games, it's hard to, it's hard to not want to play Morelos. He just gives us that focal point and he occupies them and he's aggressive and he hates them. He really hates them. And I love that. Yeah, you need that. You do need that. He, like, he hates them. They hate him. It's it's brilliant. I absolutely love it. And I just want to see him score more. And, yeah, and just get him on the park, give him the opportunity to score, because it would just probably mean that little bit more. I, I don't know if that's possible or anything, but it... <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's just... I think it's almost like we've picked... The only worry that I have is that if we can pick the team prior to the game, so can everyone else. And yeah. I like the surprise. I like a bit of a curveball. Tillman. Brian. Tillman. A fucking curveball. <laughs> I, think, I think... I'll, I'll put a pint on me he doesn't start. A what? I'll put a pint on me if he doesn't start. Just, just a pint? Well, yeah. Come on. Come on. Make it, make it like... Four. four pints. Oh, four pints now. <laughs> Don't be tight. Come on. He won't start. Okay, that's fine. Um, pints. If if he starts, you buy me four pints. If he doesn't, I'll buy you four pints. Okay. McGregor's it is then. <laughs> Brian, Cody's asking, would anyone start Hadji? I mean, I think even, even if he were fully fit and had played the last three, four months of football, he would struggle right now to get in a team where we've just signed a, a Campwell. And, and, you know, I think if Tillman plays, I don't think Campwell plays. I, I got to see exhibition Campwell won't start the game either anyway, regardless of whether Tillman plays. Um, I just don't think Hadji is is ready to start a game of this magnitude, is he? No. Um, 
it's it's certainly not a game you want guys that are just fresh back from injury. You want guys that are playing, you know, like the the Raskins, the Cantwells, the you know Kent's, the Manelos. You know, the the up front debate's not even up for debate. It's Manelos is going to start because let's be honest, you know, Cholak when he has come on has again you you could argue that the service he's been getting is not what he's requiring, but at the same time Manelos offered. I've always argued I've been Manelos's biggest critic for probably since when we went Hibs away when we get, when he got sent off. You know, when when Morelos is on his game, there's very few better. Problem is, he's his nose was out of joint at the start of the season because he wasn't the number one striker, and he let it get to him. Obviously, instead of just putting the hard work in and training, getting his head down, um, he let it get to him. And but he's he's definitely getting somewhere near where we expect or where we've seen Morelos before. Um, but no, um, you need in a game like this, you need people that are consistently playing week in, week out. You can't have you don't want you certainly don't want people 75-80% fit. You need everybody on it. Um I'm I'm kind of excited as well that even the the mere thought of Arfield coming off the bench. You know that that's another option for us because it worked well last season. You know, just things like that, it gives you a bit of confidence. Um, so no, we need guys that are fully fit. We don't. We, we, you cannot go into a game like this with 80% fitness. No, you can't, Stuart. And I mean, people have talked. I mean, Brian just mentioned the bench. People have been talking about bench. I thought the the last game, quite surprisingly, for for the first time in a few weeks, the bench was was quite weak. Uh, which we haven't seen of late. We've got a few injuries back. Um, the bench could be so, so important, especially with five subs. We, we know that they'll be using theirs mainly just to, to inject more energy into the pitch. I hope we, we you know, we, we tend to be using ours more for, for tactical substitutions and, and trying to change the game for the better. Where, I mean, how big do you think this bench is going to be and, and how hopeful are you that, that we're going to be able to put a strong contingent on there? And I think that's where the Jack and Lundstrom um, injuries come in. You know, if you've if they can be there to even just be on the bench, then right away that bench looks a whole lot stronger. And if that means that they're available to come on and play the last ten minutes, see a game out, the last twenty minutes, whatever it is, then you know is that that's going to be crucial. You know, yeah, we don't want it, but we've got to consider extra time. You know, it could it could go that way. So you need as much strength and depth as you possibly can. Um, you say, you know, people that had Jane stuff like that. Yeah, I think they'll be on the bench. But again, I agree, with Brian. I think it's just too much to 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 pitch him in here. But again, he's a he's a useful player. Roof again. I think if we can have Roof on the bench, to me, I actually think Roof, if 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 Beal had an option. He would be playing. He might start Morelos, but I think he would look to bring Roof on before he brings Cholak on. Mm. And again, yeah. again, because of his movement, and he's and he's probably the best finisher we've got. I know Cholak's a goal scorer, but let's be honest: if Roof could keep himself fit, Roof would be probably starting the majority of games. So, again, he's key if we can have him available. Even again, if it's just for the last thirty minutes or something, just to mix it up. Um, so. It's it's all going to depend. Can we get these bodies back? Because if we can get them, even if they can just offer us a bit of a game, that bench all of a sudden looks 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 quite 
far stronger because I think at the weekend almost half of it was youngsters, you know, and ideally we we don't want to be going into the the, the, the game at the the, uh, the weekend with with a similar situation. So an extra two or three bodies would be would be massively appreciated. Yeah, and and Gaza completely agrees with you. Roof on the bench could be the joker. Paul's putting up you know, twenty one goals in fifty three games. I know RFC. I think I've seen RFC somewhere in the chat. He usually likes to bring up Morelos's goal scoring record against them. So um, it certainly helps to have to have someone like Ruth. Morelos. Obviously, does other things, but it certainly helps to have that goal scorer. So Scott, I mean, just before we bring it to a close, then I, I didn't really want to touch on it, but it just it always baffles me and, and it finds new ways to blow my mind about the sort of media circus they managed to whip up before a game. We're seeing sort of in the last day or two, Andy Walker calling out the decision to, to appoint the refs, despite the fact that one of the linesmen has, has given him about three dodgy goals in the last two seasons. Um, and, and then I think they had, was it Neil Lennon on TalkSport today saying um, if, if he was a betting man, he'd have two penalties for Rangers and a red card for, for Celtic. It's just, I just, I can't find another league in any rivalry in the world where ex-players and, and even current players and, and staff just get this mindset that, that there's a conspiracy against them. Yeah, but on the plus side, no one's listening anymore. <laughs> it's true. Like, no one takes them seriously. Um, the only people that give us give them credence is us, and we're the only people mm-hmm. that actually pay attention to them. It's actually getting to this stage where the more that they hammer referees is a we've got var right so what can spectacularly go wrong for that i don't i don't know they'll they'll find a way but it'll it'll work against them it, it, it like if you're complaining about someone and you're calling someone incompetent or you're calling someone a cheat it's not gonna elicit the response that you think it will Eventually, you, this this person is going to dislike you and ignore you, and it's not, and and that's what's happening. But this is it's taking years and years and years and years for it to happen. But to be honest, I, they're boring, they're monotonous, they're unimaginative, and above all, they're thick. They're really, really thick. So you don't <laughs> to them. Why would you listen you to it? Scott, it's nothing new, is it? No, it's no, it's not. But but we 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 kind of um, gave it airtime for far too long. Yeah. And now we should literally just go. If you're if you want to acknowledge it, then then you acknowledge it. But just remember who it's coming from. Imagine you don't mind if it's fast, boy. But when it's just nonsense no it doesn't it doesn't matter because you've got the the old you know you repeat a a lie often enough and it becomes a fact factoid that's exactly what a factoid is but you've got to remember who it's coming from that it's not coming from right so we all know celtic fans like but we all have reasonable ones or reasonable ones deep down they're still a bit weird (laughs) but they are thick. They are really, really thick. And they will peddle anything they've been told to them. They will have conspiracy theories. They'll have flat earth theories. They'll have all the theories that they want to believe to make their dull life really interesting. That is who you're dealing with. That is who 
you are giving airtime to. Ignore it. I don't care. It's not going to impact my 90 minutes of football. I don't think I look at a referee and think, you're a cheat. I don't look at Nick Walsh and think, oh, well, I, I know you grew up a Celtic fan. He might, might have done, might not have done. And you're going to intentionally give decisions against Rangers or for Celtic. I don't believe one second that happened. Yeah, he might make a bad decision, but he's human. Yeah. And we need to get over it. We need to stop listening to them because they just talk shite. This is a safety net for them because this is a group of fans who thought we were dead. Who thought we weren't going to... Who, who, who we, we were gone, um, who don't believe we exist, but here we are, you know, we're, we're, we're still hanging about and stuff like that. Because if they genuinely believed all that thing, then why would they care? You know, they wouldn't care about what they're because, you know, we're, we're inferior to them, you know, they, they're just going to turn up and they're going to batter us and, you know, they'll lift the cup. But the fact is that, you know, as a fan base, they peddle this nonsense. And they have a concerted effort. You know, let's not be under any illusions here that the fact that Lennon's been out, that Walker's been out, that Sutton's been out in Hartson, that that's all just a massive coincidence. This is a concerted effort to put pressure on a, on a referee. And the reason that they're doing that is because, well, they're, they're slightly worried because what if Rangers win on, on Sunday and how that makes them look and their dreams of trebles and stuff like that suddenly diminish. So... It's actually I quite enjoy it because it means that there's they're, they're, they're slightly they're, they're worried about us. So yeah, and as I said earlier, well let's give them something to worry about. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, dead, you know, we're like 11, 12 years old now, so we're far from dead, eh? Um, <laughs> yeah, Scott is also trying his, his best to get on Twitter tonight. I'm sure uh, I'm sure he'll have a snippet of him going on there from from one of their pages at some point. <laughs> uh, I think I think just my last thing on that one is. <laughs> I think the last one that is just it's tiresome now. That, that I think that's what the point is. Scotty was getting to. It's at first it was like you get angry when they when they make these comments and you're like, oh, how can ex-professionals make these comments? But now this it's just so boring. Like the old firm pods. This is Told why you, I don't. Oh. I thought you would have stopped yourself, but uh, I look forward. To, I'll watch that later when when uh, Celtic R us or whatever it's called. They put put you up on their page. That'd be fun. Um, so we're we're gonna wrap up now. So, if everyone can chuck your predictions in the chat and your first goal scorer for me, Brian, start with you. What's the score gonna be, and who will the first goal scorer be? You're on mute. I think they'll score first, but we'll win 2-1. Yeah. John thinks it's going to be 1999. Oh, look at that. Another 1999. Oh, I will um, take a 93rd, 94th minute penalty. <laughs> I'll take a 99th minute winner, to be honest. Yeah. Thank you so much, as always, John. Um, Gaz has gone 3-2. Morelos, the Glasgow derby. 3-1-7. Oh, I missed one from Curry earlier about getting a, a Fashion Sakala tattoo, by the way. I've got far too many bad ones already, so I won't be, won't be able to uh, admit to that if he scores the winner. Uh, Stuart, what, what are you going for? 3-1 uh, Rangers, Tavernier penalty, Starfelt red card. So not only do we win the cup, <laughs> Neil Lennon can go and collect his winning bet then, so get it right up. <laughs> 
Uh, Scotty, what, what, you, <laughs> what are you going for? How are you going to top that? Well, you can't top it. Why, why are you asking me? I mean, <laughs> I, I had I had a vision earlier today that we, we got the, what, Starfelt bringing Morelos down after like the second minute outside the box down to 10 men. I, I don't know. Anyone, yeah, any I don't care. I really, I really don't care how we win as long as we win. Yeah, I prefer yeah. not penalties though. I can't handle another penalty shootout. Yeah, that'll kill if me. You I, penalties, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's beforehand if you if you know it, but is you know at that time it's going through that on a Sunday as well. I've, I've not put the Monday off, so I barely make it in Monday, I think. Um I, I think I think there's going to be goals, and I think we could very well see a, a both teams scoring in both half scenario. Uh, but I think we will come out on top, and I'll, uh, I hate to say this, I think it's going to be extra time. I think we're going to do it in extra time again. Three two for me, uh, extra time. And I'm going to go a tad penalty. Just before you finish, it's 80 minutes gone. It's still three 0 Celtic. There we go. So the league is over for the women. That's probably also a third place finish for them. So there'll be yeah. no hopes of. Any Champions League football next no season Champions for them, League. unfortunately. Um, they're going to have to pick themselves back up and, and get, <laughs> John said, let's get a go. All right, John, 4 0 Rangers. There we go. We'll, we'll have that instead uh, to have three penalties. Hatchet wouldn't, wouldn't really trust Tab to put away three penalties in a row, to be honest. Oh, but my God. Who knows? Who knows? But Av, thank you very much, as always, for, for joining us. Um, it's, been a, it's been a great show. It's been uh, great getting everyone's comments in them all. We will be back. On Sunday, I believe, for the match, we've got the, the pre match build up, we've got the post match reaction. Um, so please come and join us. You know, hopefully, we won't be joining our sorrows, we'll be celebrating together. That's what I'm going for. Um, so come and join us then. Thanks to Brian, Stuart, and Scotty. Thanks to everyone for watching, and we will see you all Sunday. Good. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.